There are a lot of potential benefits to starting a podcast, but there are three benefits that I can virtually guarantee for anyone who starts a show if they're willing to stick with it for a while. That's what we're going to talk about today. What's happening, podcasters? This is 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Ensminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I'm here to see you succeed with your podcast. If you're thinking of launching a show, you've probably thought through some of the reasons why you want to get started. Maybe you want to attract new customers to something that you offer, people who need what you offer. Maybe you want to add your voice to a social issue, or maybe you like telling jokes and adding a little joy to the lives of the people around you. Those are all great things. And if you're focused on those benefits for your listeners, you're on the right track. But there are also some other potential benefits because there are benefits for you as well. Maybe you're thinking about the benefit of additional uh, income, or maybe you're considering how you'll feel better just knowing that you've benefited someone because of what you've shared. All of those things are possible, but there is one benefit, actually three benefits that I can virtually guarantee for anyone who launches a podcast. So what can I say with almost completely complete certainty? that everyone who launches a podcast will grow in three specific areas that benefit them. It's almost inevitable, and it's both a challenge and a benefit. You can get over this fear of speaking, you can hold yourself accountable, and you can learn to let go and delegate. And these are all three areas that are really powerful when you grow in them. When I launched my podcast about five years ago, I had basically an idea and very little else. I had some experience with working with audio. I had spoken publicly a little bit, but I had very little experience. Actually, I had no experience with podcasting, very little experience with interviewing. I'd spoken in public some, but I'd never really spoken on a potentially global scale. Um, I, I was, you know, I was actually quite a bit better at getting things done for other people than I was for myself. And frankly, I had some control issues and all three of those were places where I had to grow. I had to get over that fear of speaking publicly. I had to get over that fear of letting other people down and allow myself to hold myself accountable. I also had to get over some of those fears for control issues. If I'm honest with myself and with you, there was there's probably a lot of fear there. Fear of exposure, fear of public opinion, fear of failure, fear of being discovered as an imposter. And if you haven't launched a show yet, there's a good chance you might be facing those. In, in fact, if you have launched a show, you may still be... Yeah, may still be facing those because I think that we all do face them from time to time. And those fears affected what I did. They affected how I positioned myself, how I talked about myself, how I approached what I did. They affected a whole lot of things. Now, one of the things I did do and I, I held myself accountable to was I set a goal to publish weekly for at least a year to never miss a, a publishing day and to never miss a publishing time. And I can tell you that for that first year and actually beyond that first year, there were some times where it was down to the wire, but I was always able to hold myself accountable to deliver on my commitment. And that, was, that wasn't that was my commitment to my audience, although it kind of was. It was really my commitment to myself. But those fears also put a cap on what I could do because it was hard for me to really let go and to, to let go and be me. It was hard for me to let go and let trust other people to help me with parts of the show. But after a year... A little bit about a year, maybe a little bit longer. I was reaching my limit and I knew that I needed something to change. And so I started considering how I would go forward because I knew something needed to change and I could either invest in tools, software and technology, or I could start investing in people. And this is where I started to grow in terms of allowing other people in and beginning to trust them and to, to trust delegation because I decided that I would rather have a person, even if it was a little bit I call it softer than working with a computer. Computers are easy. You tell them what to do, they do it. 
people. You have to explain yourself. You know, it's just, it's tougher. And for me, I'm, I'm an analytical person, so it's easier for me to deal with computers. But I decided I would rather have a person who could had a brain and could bring that and their passion to the project. So I did that. It was hard for me to, to work with that a little bit because as I, as I started working with them, I knew that I didn't have a lot of money to, to pay them. I had people that I trusted, but I knew that I could absolutely not pay them what they were worth. They were worth immensely more than I could pay them. And so because of that, it became a little bit hard for me to hold them accountable, knowing that I was receiving a heavily discounted rate. But as I began to work through that, I was able to begin to trust them with more and more responsibility. And I was able to grow then in not only my ability to trust, but I was able to then offer to help them in additional ways as well. And that allowed me to move forward. That putting my trust in those people, stepping into that fear allowed me to move forward. And then it caused me to grow and it freed up some time. It's a mental space for me to then focus on the content for my show and also to gain some additional skills and training and education and maybe even to spend a little bit of time with my family, which was great. After five plus years of this, I can tell you that while I'm certainly not there, I've certainly not arrived, I still have some fear about speaking publicly and revealing myself to the potentially global audience. I still have a little bit of fear around releasing a portion of my my production process to people. It's, it's hard for me to trust because it's kind of like it's my baby, but I'm learning to do that. And I'm also learning to hold myself accountable. And the interesting thing about that is because I've practiced my holding myself accountable, I've also had to practice prioritizing what I hold myself accountable to, because there's a lot on my plate, just like there's probably a lot on your plate. And for me, five years ago, I would almost always prioritize somebody else's needs above what I'd committed to myself. Now I'm getting to the place where I can kind of hold those in similar similar levels in in my mind. I don't just automatically choose an external commitment. I can choose between them and choose what order I'm going to do them in so that I can make sure that I'm honoring as many commitments as possible that I've made to myself as well as to others. I want to be clear on this. I'm not pretending to have arrived. It's something that I'm still working on, but I'm able to do that better and definitely grown in my ability to bring other people into the process. I don't consider myself a particularly strong leader or even a great manager, but I can bring people in, especially, I can especially bring in qualified people who know what they're doing and have them help me. And I've learned to trust myself and others a little bit more. Yes, I'm still on the journey. Yes, I'm still growing, but that's okay. I don't want to arrive. What I want to do is continue progressing forward better and better and better as time goes on, because that is one of the powerful things about having a podcast. Now, here's the question for you. What about you? If you have a podcast, what are some of the ways that you've grown or changed? Or if you haven't launched yet, what's a fear or a limitation that you'd like to overcome because you're launching a podcast? Maybe not by launching a podcast, but because you've launched that podcast. Leave a comment in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you either some, some way that you've grown or changed or some fear that you'd like to see yourself overcome or some way that you'd like to see yourself change comment in the show notes at Top Tier Audio. Now, if you want to connect or subscribe, you can definitely do that at toptieraudio.com. Anything from subscribing to the show to sending up a consultation to contacting me, toptieraudio.com is the place for that. Thanks again for being here. Now go out there and make a great podcast.